Hey everybody, it's Thursday night, it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, Jake. And me, Riff. And me as well, I am Hot Stuff. How you guys been? <laughs> been alright. What, What, Riff? What? <laughs> it's nothing. Hot Stuff's been taking voice lessons. <laughs> yes, I have. He's been taking St- something. Oh god, <laughs> stupid voice lessons what other kind of lessons are there (laughs) you're right (laughs) we should have chosen a different college yep um you guys tuesdays we had four tuesdays in a row with tuesday oh weird tuesday updates does that that mean we're doing i thought you just meant this week yeah it sucks you know month of sundays and followed by four weeks of tuesdays um, it's going to get all goofy trying to maintain a pace of Tuesday updates when, like, items of the month start coming out and challenge paths start rolling out, none of which is happening on Tuesdays. And mm. it's just going to, like, I'm going to Oh, remember. did you look and see? I did. And just nothing. And it just never, ever happens. Yeah. Oh, the that's, rest of, the, rest of the year, it does not. Good. Neither of them correspond even once. Good. I don't Good. think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe we'll remember why we didn't do this before, but uh, I don't know, it's been kind of fun. As long as we keep the scope reasonable, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, and that's what we're super good at. Yep. <laughs> it's our speciality. Reasonable Scope Jones, they call me. <laughs> reasonable Scope Stevens, they call you. And <laughs> Reasonable Scope Apostolopolis, they call Rip. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea why. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a very common name. Yeah. Apostolopolis? Yeah. Huh. I've never, just my I've never heard that even once. Canonical uh, Greek name because the first uh, Greek person that I ever met, that was her last name. I'm trying to imagine the, the syllogism where Socrates is Greek, therefore everyone is Greek or something. <clears throat> but, okay. <laughs> never mind. Cool. <laughs> Socrates is everyone? <laughs> Socrates is a man. Socrates all, is a all, terrible All problem. men are Greek, therefore Socrates is Greek. We've been working uh, we've been working a little bit on the new game. We've rejiggered our conference call schedule. We had our first official West of Loathing conference call today. Yeah. We I mean we we had been talking about it for months before that we yeah. just uh we talked about tools we're stealing time from the the tuesday updates in a lot of ways is a is an attempt to make sure that we don't stop doing completely KOL deprioritize work. kol um and and a way to kind of quasi schedule like figure out a sort of a healthy and effective way to split time uh, between the two projects, and I hope it works. I think it might. Seems all right so far, but that's because we've done barely anything on West of Loading. That's actually not true. Uh, Chris Moyer has made a ton of tools. Yeah, it sounds and... awesome. I have actually not looked at them very mm. much at all. Yeah, I'll show them to you. Cool. It'll be great. Uh, do you guys want to answer some questions from Kingdom of Loathing listeners? Sure, of course. Akerson writes, As a diamond, I'm a super huge fan of collecting stupid, pointless things for the sake of made-up accomplishments. My number one drive lately has been filling up my bum-cheek city profile, which has a bunch of arbitrary status markers of what you have slash have not collected, including skills permed, familiars collected, trophies, tattoos, sea items, war medals, beverages, foods consumed, and created, clan dungeon loot, psycho jars, etc. The issue, of course, is that, number one, bum-cheek adds everything manually, and number two, it'll eventually stop getting supported. Which leads to my point. Is it possible to get something similar to it supported by the powers that be? It would add a lot of longevity for a lot of players, and it would be great to actually show off in my profile rather than some random website that no one but me will ever check 
it depends on what a lot of it is it's i think what it is is like i think i think the way that it works and i could be wrong about this is that you have to actually let it log into your account so that it can actually check, check your inventory and check stuff. all of the different things because there's a lot of stuff that we don't have publicly facing that it records as as far as i know bum cheek city is a big grease monkey person so yeah is it, it might also, just be a script i mean i'm not saying it's insecure but it. i'm saying like it, it it has to have access to your account to to check a bunch but of stuff messing with no broke players um and i i think what it does is it then presents all of that in a sort of right visually appealing sort of way that gives you at a glance the entire progress of this character's I mean I could see doing a thing as completion. part of the as part of our trophy rejigger as just a sort of a Chivo's page that uh, yeah but I mean like this has just everything and I don't know that we would we would want to be Yeah as that's thorough. that's a that's a good question right there's a bunch of things I I'm guessing that there is at least one thing that it records that I wouldn't have any interest in yeah in recording cuz I think it might be recipes and stuff is somebody like Maybe Bobby's running an air compressor downstairs. I think the air conditioner is on. Whoa. Yeah. We don't have an air conditioner. We do. Oh. <laughs> we have a heater and an air conditioner. You're thinking of the place that you live, not the place that you work. Oh. Now face west. Yes. Um, I would like to look at it for some ideas. Oh, man. I totally forgot about the whole character pain uh, thing that I wanted to do. Is that a Tuesday? It's big, but it's not as big as... So it's like a big and tall Tuesday? Non-combat adventure bar. Um, Non-combat action bar? Adventure bar. (laughs) Nakab. I just know that it's NCAB, I think, is what Chris called it. Yeah, Um, yeah, I I forgot about the... Because what I was thinking of was like, yeah, sometimes we'll look at a third-party thing, and then that gives us ideas on how to do a first-party thing. Um, Like, chipped... I think is the name of the character pain thing that character people like. Character integration. helper. It's tool. <laughs> uh, it's totally <laughs> underscore rad. Uh, Seraphony says, "Hey, I love the that effects that expire are included on my left pain, but why aren't aren't shrugged buffs there too? Sometimes I'll shrug an accordion thief buff to make room for another one, but that doesn't mean I might not want to have it back in ten adventures." <laughs> yeah, I think that probably the shrugging code, which is old and weird, uh, probably doesn't know about the expired effects thing. One one weird buff. Sh- shrugging mothers hate it because I mean, if you if you uh, I drop an effect. It probably doesn't stay in expired buffs, right? Because it didn't expire. You canceled it. Yeah. Right. Um, but it shouldn't be too hard to have it pretend. Ah, Seraphony says, "Hey, so Twitch. If we still do that, it's almost May, and we've had half an event since Crimbo. I know we've been having competitive races between lords and bandits, leading to tons of drama." Why not have collaborative races? I, if the lords get X done, the shop opens. If the bandits get Y done, the boss unlocks. Then teams will have to work together, perhaps even between teams, to get things done, and we can all be happy with one another's progress. Yeah, I mean, I could see doing a cooperative sure. thing too, but yeah, sorry about that. It's just they because it started real strong and then just got less popular over time. It's really hard to justify the extreme amount of work that it is like it, it's a lot of mental space too right like it, it you you wind up thinking about it for like a week beforehand to think of a bunch of content 
and ideas and stuff and then you just you just spend an entire saturday sort of doing that and nothing else yeah and it's really exhausting in the moment and it's like you know i don't know if we could figure out a way to get paid for it (laughs) it would make it a lot easier to justify and i mean i think maybe you know next time we have another thing to buy I don't know. In addition I, to at the a certain point, that's going to start upsetting people. If we keep doing that, I guess it's super optional though, because it's just yeah, it just, you know, it's just like a slight increase. And in, I mean, but okay, that doesn't stop people from being shitty about it. Hmm. Nothing stops people from being shitty about everything. But yeah, I mean, it just it kind of seems like a bad use of energy. We could do it on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could be the Tuesday update. I mean, people like it and it's great, you know, and it feels good to, to be doing it. Like it's, well, it feels good to be done. It feels good to have (laughs) done it. Um, and I like, you know, I like the tower. I like, I like the, the conceit of it and it's, you know, world events are cool and people like world events, but it's just, you should do the next one from a quadcopter. That's true. (laughs) I don't think that, uh, yeah, I got this, I got this cheap drone. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it would pick us up. <laughs> I don't know. Have you tried? No. It's I got those handles. What, what could they? What could they possibly be for? I guess that's true. Yeah, I, it's been hard for me to get excited about them. I think is part of the hmm. problem. And I mean, also we were just traveling a bunch, like from Christmas on. And yeah, we're back in San Francisco now. This is yeah, the first time we've recorded like in this month, for like a studio. Month. Yeah, for a while. Yeah. <sighs> we should do one this month. I mean, we should, you know. You And by this month, you mean May. E- oh, yeah. Next month. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle says it would be super useful if the clan activity could be uh, collapsed. Uh, clan activity log could be collapsed like inventory categories. Or better yet, be able to filter what is displayed, like being able to view only stash transaction for the last 24 hours. Yeah, I'm sure that interface is pretty bad because it's really old and I don't even remember what it is or what it looks like or what you're <laughs> talking about or what even a clan is. Uh, Shamu says, hey guys, here's another week, or no, here's to another week of new awesome stuff for the kingdom. The new sorting options are totally rad. I found stuff in my inventory that modified combat frequency that I didn't even know did that. Questions, one fun and one game. One, what fictional food and booze from the kingdom would you want to try in real life? S'mores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what a spectral pickle would be like. A, g- a bowl uh, of yeah. cottage cheese. Hmm. I tried to get a bowl of cottage cheese at breakfast today, and they were like, we don't have cottage cheese at breakfast. But they do have it at other times? Yeah, they don't. They only serve breakfast. Oh, the name of the place is breakfast. Two, how challenging is the new summer path going to be in comparison to the tower of procedurally generated skeletons? Unless it's too early and you'd rather not spoil. Um, As it stands, I don't think the challenge path is going to be super hard. It's mostly going to just be goofy and fun. Yeah. It's a lot of silly things. So far, I've only seen the silliness of it. I haven't seen any, like, actual mechanical stuff. Yeah, well, none of it really exists yet, okay. right? So, like, uh, the silliness is the only thing yet. Anyway, thanks again for the great updates and great game. Well, thank you, Shamu. Uh, 
apologies if this is already solved, says Seraphoni, uh, but I'm not caught up in podcasts. I know one of the issues holding up the level 12 quest revamp is or was the lack of verisimilitude of having the player able to pursue a quest via both factions on the island. Anyway, why not have different quests at the same locations? Our characters have proven this is, I don't know, our charters have proven this is a pretty popular idea. And then gives an example. Now, I figured out a way around it that just kind of doesn't have any of that stuff going on anymore and also is just a bunch of new content at low levels. Um, that feeds into and serves the war, so that's pretty cool. QVamp says, could the display case be updated to use tags for items instead of shelves? That would allow for a lot more flexibility in grouping. So you could tag an item and then the... Maybe have an item appear in multiple shelves, I guess, is what they want. Okay. Mm. Huh. Uh, Seraphony also writes, any updates on Horrible Farm? I love KOL and I love board games, but the KOL board game just doesn't do it for me. I'd love to be able to enjoy a new game and help you profit as well. I think that's been handed over to Hot Stuff, and now it's the next step is at the end of his nine-year-long to-do list. Um, we have we have to talk about art with artists. I think is probably the next step, right? Yeah, so. and I don't actually know what's preventing that next step from happening because I did what I understand to be my part of it and just handed it to you. Yeah, um, I, I think I need to just go through that i've i've been remiss so and that's been sitting on my plate for like a month and a half or something anyway the game is the game is there and i think it's i think it's pretty good i mean we haven't done a ton of playtesting lately and we haven't shown it to a lot of other new people in recent months um just because it was like all right we got to figure out what we're going to do for the art and then we've been working on that sort of yeah. we worked on it once in september for right. a few hours um uh, Nudie Tin says, what, are you, what would you say is a good price for Mr. A's in the mall? Um, I don't have any opinion about that at all. Yeah, whatever people want to yeah, pay, pay for them. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, sure that the price that I was used to back when I played regularly is no longer anywhere near typical. Because I feel like the absolute prices of things, like, based on their, like, auto-sell value is just kind of a, a weird minimum and then their their actual value in the player economy is what is kind of what they are really valued at and that's going to change over time and that's fine because that's just how economies work and i have therefore we also have no like opinions really on the exchange between mr a's and meat right i would be fine if it was a hundred thousand meat and i would be fine if it was a hundred million meat, I think, as long as that made sense in the rest of the economy, right? Oh, right. Well, I mean, the absolute amounts don't really matter, right? And yeah. I don't have any sense of whether there has been any actual, like, economy-wide inflation of sort of staple goods and stuff. I don't think there has, because I think every time I see anybody talking about it, they say there hasn't been. It's, like, right. that one good tracks such a weird course because yes. there, like, it kind of exists in a perfect information economy, and it is in small enough. It is in large. It is traded in large enough quantities to be interesting, and for there to be a lot of activity on it, and for there to be the potential for a lot of price drift. But in small enough quantities that that drift is very exaggerated. Right. And, and one person can have a dramatic impact on yeah. it. Yeah. Um. 
something that I think <clears throat> I am going to do. Uh, there was a there was there were people in the in a thread talking about like a guy who got a lot of stuff confiscated, got a, who bought up a lot of stuff with MMG winnings, and then they're just rotting in a display case. I think that I will probably put that stuff in the raffle house. Um, and oh, then I don't know too. what to do with all of the Mr. A's, but I have an idea that I think I like that will shake things up, shake things up a little bit that will not just dump, you know, f- basically like f- negative $4,000 worth of donations into, right. <laughs> into the economy, like all at once. Um, but we'll potentially make things interesting. We we do need, I think, if for no other reason, and and you know, listeners, you can hear our my my real feelings and motivations about this uh, because uh, nobody cares about what anyone says on any podcast anywhere ever. If what? I said this on Twitter, people would yell at me. Uh, it is not actually important that we introduce meat sinks, but I think f- for perception, it would stabilize things a little bit if we introduce some meat. If no meat was ever pulled out of the economy, I think things would get ridiculous. But I'm saying, like, there is no need for us to respond to the current spike in Mr. A prices by introducing meat sinks. Like, it it is not us reacting to a real thing. But, well, I mean, it is a real thing, but that real thing is caused by speculation, I think. And so, doing stuff that will adjust speculation in the other direction right will at least make people think that we care about this imaginary problem and are doing something about it or worst case that it is a real problem and it does do something about it i guess worst case is it's a real problem and it doesn't do anything about it but (laughs) it will um nudieton says how do you get hired to do a job on kol like an actual job well uh be a high profile noticeable player in like 2004. <laughs> yep. The end. <laughs> uh, Adoluxtius says next time tower during or after the next PVP season, probably during it. Cause I think we're going to do one in May. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey fellas says Hugbert. Is there an ETA for the next Twitch event that you could give us? May is May the next month. Yeah, it is. Okay. May. I had no idea that month ordering was a thing that you were so, uh, iffy on. I think that's probably just because you have have forgotten it over and over again after learning it. It's possible, I guess. Yeah. Uh, The dragon says, are there any exciting zones or upcoming content that you want to talk about? (laughs) I wrote something real gross yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, man. I don't know if anybody is ever going to find it. I still need to hook all that stuff up. It's, it's kind of an obscure Easter egg associated with the upcoming item of the month. But I imagine it is pretty gross. I haven't read it yet, but I have the utmost faith in your ability to write some gross shit about something that is already just inherently super, super gross. Yep. (laughs) There's so much much just nasty, nasty text associated with this item of the month. And I've got a bunch of things left to write on it, too, that are just, ugh, God. Ugh, man. All from one bad pun that no one will even understand is a pun. Um, Buzz Bert says thank you so much for providing all these nice new sorting options for equipment especially elemental damage and plus minus non-combat that's all I really have to say have a good one 
Uh, thanks, Bosbert. Renee Show says, hey, guys, I hope you've recovered from ZapCon. I also hope it wasn't as ridiculously overcrowded as it sounded like it was going to be. You know, it was not overcrowded at all. It was very well attended and it was better attended than previous years. But also there was so much more space and mm. more games. And there was like no one seemed to be unhappy about crowding at all. Last yeah. year, there were some people complaining about having to wait in line and stuff. And this year, there were more people and fewer complaints. So more games, too. Yeah, but. And the spread of people might have been better. But I would say that there was 50% more floor space and 10% more games. I think part of it was that you could see that there was still stuff available a lot easier. Like there was, it wasn't. Yeah, the, the aisles were not nearly as narrow. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't like the, things were in little pods instead of these long rows that sort of obscured the vision. Yeah. So. Uh, Vernacio continues. What's the most fun part of you guys' work? Drawing tattoos and reading gameplay discussion are a given, but what else do you enjoy? <laughs> I like just I like just spitballing ideas. Yeah. yeah. Shit shooting. Yeah. The brainstorming is fun. I like uh the, all the stuff where you don't you're not actually doing work. <laughs> I like drawing out grids on whiteboards and like figuring mm-hmm. out what things to fit into them. Like I like, you know, here's the thing. Now come up with three versions of it for each element or whatever. Like mm. I like that kind of Except for the last 10%, which are often a pain in the ass. Often, but I mean, then, you know, then you just kind of half-ass it and no one knows that you half-assed it. I mean, nobody thinks of Saucerer as an extremely weak class, <laughs> but Saucerer was definitely the half-assed last 10% of coming up with the classes. Oh, just in terms of theme. Yeah, yeah. I just, it was like, eh, and Turtle Tamer. Like, Turtle Tamer and Saucerer were the ones who were like, eh, I'm out of ideas. Huh. Um, that's um, that's more than 10%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. uh, if you feel comfortable dispensing this information, if not, that's no problem. Is there any variance in the stat slash damage test in the new Naughty Sorcerer's Tower? Is Or is it a set number that we could spade for ourselves? It might be... I don't, I don't have uh, the ability to check it in front of me. If you're assuming... The, if you're asking, like, the number of people in line in front of you for a given amount. If I had been thinking, I would have made that use a weighted, our weighted randomness function, uh, where if what we're trying to do, like if we've got a range that is like a quarter of the way from one integer outcome to another integer outcome, it will roll a weighted die that it, that it then becomes 75% 75% likely oh, to be the right. low number and 25% likely to be the high number, um, which is the way we do a lot of that stuff, which is fine. Um, but I'm just always rounding it. Yeah, but I'm not 100% sure that that is how that works. And I mean, realistically, it does. It just does. A, it just does a weighted rounding, right? Like it, it takes the decimal portion of it and rolls a D100 against it or D1000 against it and D infinity adds one or not. Um, on that note, I really, really enjoy the new Naughty Sorcerer's Tower. It makes obscure skills and items fun to collect to help boost your chances. I originally didn't care for it because change feels bad, but in retrospect, this is a way better final dungeon. Well, thanks for saying so. Um, I, I clearly like it a lot more. Oh no! I just accidentally lost a funny question. That did I you archive it, or did you... I accidentally archived it, yeah. Ugh. Do you have access to the archives from that portal? I do. Oh, well... 
Hot stuff, says Breckenridge. You're causing problems in my life. Every time I need to remember something, I can't help but think of a mnemonic based on I am pay, which would be fine, except I don't have any French doors, so I'm forgetting everything now. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't use that here because we don't have any French doors. Yeah, we don't have any French doors here. Yeah. Shit. Mm. Uh, we're going to have to come up with a new scheme. Or find a new restaurant that has French doors and eat. Maybe it'll be a French bistro. We'll eat every meal there. Okay. Hmm. Fifth Element says, hi there, JRNH. As an audio engineer and possible soon-to-be podcast maker, I was wondering what you guys' audio set up, like what kind of mics, mixers, and how do you connect between you and Riff and Hot Stuff, and how did you get it to be so clear? Uh, a lot of practice, a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of iteration on the hardware. But now, so it's different. The, the studio in San Francisco yeah. has a super pro uh, mixing board with XLR mics hooked into it. And now Hot Stuff is just rattling his mic and making so, a lot of boomy. Yeah, so noises. yeah, this, if this if this sounds bad, that's because uh, I'm fucking with it. Uh, so we have these are Behringer mics, C1 Behringer C1s, I guess. We use some Shures uh, in the other studio. So in in Arizona now, what we do is we just have these Shure vocal mics and oh, as yeah. Zoom portable recorder. Uh, with XLR. The new Zoom. It's like a H6 or something. But the only real reason we needed the new one is because it has four XLR inputs. Yeah, but it's it's a native onboard four XLR inputs. You don't have to get an extender or anything. It's just perfect. Yeah, it really is. Before, we couldn't really use just the Zoom because it only, it had at most two XLR inputs. Um, So we had to use, you know, and and eventually I just, like I would ask Fron a lot, like what is a good, we use like Tascam mixers and, right. and sound cards when I was recording on a, on a computer, but the computer just kind of adds another point of failure. So doing it under the zoom is, is actually perfect. Yeah. And riff has the same setup. We just, we Skype record each end and then thread them together. And I run a noise reduction filter on each channel independently and, uh, uh yeah. dynamic compression across that. I think that makes them. the biggest difference is the, this is the compression. Yeah, it makes it, 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 it is noise like, reduction. it's just what they do for audio stuff because you can like, Hey, I'm shouting, Hey, I'm whispering. And the volume differential is not anywhere near what it actually would be. Right. If you were here, but the, the, the texture of the sound is that you can tell shouting versus whispering. Right. Um, anyway, there's, I mean, we've got acoustic baffling on the walls here. It's not, like the coverage is pretty spotty, but it, it seems to do fine. I don't um, like that the air conditioner was running for part of this recording and not for yeah, part of it. That's it makes it I, hard. I don't to, know if they'll. I don't know if that'll be obvious or not. Uh, and I guess the board that we're going into is some sort of Motu eight hundred or something. I forget the number. Feed um, Motu. It's got eight. Motu it's got hungry. eight channels. Um, and then that, and then we are di- recording directly into Logic Ten, I think. Logic X. Is that versus right? Sever versus Logic Sever. Yeah. Industrial Punk says, I love the new inventory sorting options. Having awesome native inventory control is one less reason for me to use Mafia. On a side note, I really enjoy these new low-level zones. When I'm not in the mood to be optimal, I like to check out all the cool new things. I can't wait for a Nemesis revamp. Yeah, well, it doesn't seem like you're going to have to wait very long. We uh, yeah. That that was sitting there for like a month waiting for me to read it <laughs> and approve it. And I was like, oh yeah, all this stuff is fucking great. <laughs> Why are we so bad? Like... Both yeah, of us so will we, just have stuff that's sitting outlined, in. so we'll I can start working on that or alternating between working on that and West of Loathing. Yep, um, and I think that's great. And it also like the you know it's divided up into these discrete stages that are like perfect Tuesday updates. Hmm. You should divide it up so that you're writing uh, one word at a time in each. <laughs> West I'll of just get and... I'll get another keyboard for my feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I'll write oh. Kingdom of Loathing with my with my left hand and my right foot, and I'll do Rest okay. of Loathing with my right <laughs> hand and my left foot. That that'll be good. <laughs> you could, you, instead of uh, instead of keyboards, you could just get uh, like sewing machine pedals. Oh yeah, nice. Um, and what you do? Okay, here's it here. So. Uh, you have the sewing machine pedals and you have sewing machines without the needles on either side and you just move the keyboards oh, around. Oh, you have like a finger. Like a, yeah, the a sewing fake, machine becomes a rubber a finger. finger. <laughs> and so you, you're pressing it with your, with your foot and you're moving the keyboards, your, the two different keyboards around with your right and left hand. You, you could do go. a third yeah. one. You could do a third one with your dick and your nose, respectively. <laughs> oh, I'll use my uh, dick and my nose to play a, a Donkey Konga controller that I'll have <laughs> wired into my computer. Wow, I'll, that's, I'll, that's I'll even... hammer hammer it out in binary and then translate it to. <laughs> you could just blink it out. That is, I mean, that's another one. That's a third, a fourth input. Yeah. 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 Breckenridge says, hey guys, just wanted to let you know how happy I am that Spleen Adams now have their own section. Even though I've been totally familiar with Spleen Adams for nearly 10 years, I still remember being confused as hell on the day I created my account in 2005 as to why I couldn't use even a single moxie weed without rupturing my spleen, not realizing the strongness elixirs I used had incremented the same counter. This change, as well as adding blue text to effect descriptions and showing food size, are, in my opinion, the three biggest advances in accessibility for new players so far, based on my distant memories of being new. Knowing a monster's HP is also a huge thing, but that comes from Manuel. Yeah, that is... I mean, I'm, I like what monster manuel is a lot um but i probably wouldn't do it like that again if i had it to do over again like i would probably just try and expose basically everything but do it all in a funny way um Pretty much the only thing left in this vein I'd like to see one day uh, would be debuffed states showing up in red instead of blue. Is this something you'd consider debuffed stats? Yeah, I keep intending to do that, and I keep not doing it. Oh, because they, they, they're blue regardless of whether they're yeah. positive or negative right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's would be so easy to do. I just keep forgetting about it. Thanks for making a cool game that has defined 40% of my lifespan. Well, gosh, thanks, wow. Breckenridge. Let's see, 12 out of... What's 12 out of 38? Let's divide them both by two. Six out of 14. Three out of seven. It's close like to a 40%. Third. Three out of seven? It's more than a third. 12 out of 38? Yeah. Is slightly less than a third, right? Oh, I didn't. I did 38 divided by two is 14. Yes. That is not correct. <laughs> yeah. It's 19? Correct. Yeah. Okay. 19 isn't divisible by anything. Yeah, you just can't. It's just impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't can't divide it. Recall election says I'm surprised that quality is still a value for consumables in this bold new day and age. Is it really used anywhere other than for the tarnished Tastavin? Obviously, still reminder for hot stuff. The tarnished Tastavin uses the old <laughs> quality value to determine the stat gain. Quality used to be highly important in determining the number of adventures gained from consumables, along with the size of the food slash booze. The tarnished Tastavin is an accessory that gives a small amount of stats if, when equipped, a monster drops booze at the end of the fight. So it is used to. Keep things out of Chase Nute. Yep. That's, uh, and that's why I will often uh, put it at a high value, which sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, the old system for food was very... This is why you should, just, you should just never use something for some other purpose. Systemically simple. It just gets messy. Well, but it that used to be... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're... But that doesn't... I mean... No, not real. Like I don't think that's really <laughs> well because as soon as you use it for lesson. a third thing, 
you are now like it's beholden to so many yeah, different and masters. Yeah, you're just committed to keeping it, even if it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, certain things though are fine if you do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah, uh, hand cramp. This one time at hand cramp, <laughs> <laughs> my hand hurt a lot. Uh, Holy shnikey, says Demesta. I get I so rarely get so many requests fulfilled at once. Yay, inventory management. Glebe says, can the overgrown shrines have different art if you've already gotten the stone triangle from that quadrant? Yeah, I really ought to do that, even if it's just, like, something that I just edit in. <laughs> uh, could, says a hero called Frog, the sell stuff screen be filtered by inventory tabs, especially custom tabs. Could it have either a global check slash uncheck all button, or could it have a bonus filtering and sorting options like the main inventory pages? Man, uh, I remember that being real contentious when I had Xenophobe make the new autocell screen. I don't know how I would do it. If I, like, if I were playing this game, I would just never autocell anything. I don't think, except for like a couple of items at a time when yeah, I, like if when I was you really farming needed some meat for some skill or something. Yeah, or if I was just farming a zone and I just had 500 of something, I would probably make judicious use of the sell-all but one. Hmm. That's what I used to do when I was farming chips and Twilight Heroes, at least. Um, Marlon Shakespeare says, Is there some way we could see what round of the Merkin Coliseum is next before entering battle? The intended playstyle involves switching weapons between rounds. The slightest distraction tends to leave me clueless about which round I'm on and therefore which weapon is next. Doesn't seem like there's any in-game way to determine the round. The game would just be that much more awesome if we could. I guess I could put it in the quest tracker. I don't know if that stuff is in the quest. Surely it is, right? The quest tracker was a thing after... I don't know. The, um... When we did the C, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Glebe says, level 12 revamp. What stage of thinking about versus working on is it in? Uh, what are you and Hot Stuff yelling at each other about? Will the junk sprite become one of the side quests you can do early? Well, no, because it doesn't really involve... Like, the junk sprites are what you do if you don't have a faster way of getting a boat, right? Um, so, the basic plan for it is... Once you get to the island, which we sort of consider to be at level 5, right? Both the hippie camp and the frat house. And the problem here is that I don't know what to do with the monsters, that are in it now, but they will just become towns with NPCs and shops and stuff there in them. Just be a zone in the town where you fight dudes, send or? you on quests, or maybe like if you buy the hippie outfit and then go to the frat house wearing the hippie outfit, you fight the frat guys, right? With just a little teaser for the war, because that way the monsters can stay there and like, yeah, um, and that actually makes sense, right? The island can just have the combat version of it. If you are in the outfit and the and the place version, right? But basically, I think that I probably just want to get rid of all the side quest zones as they exist now and just have there be new places to go on the on the island to do quests for both factions. And then the number of quests that you have done before starting the war, which will just be a thing that you just like click a button that says start war. Like, and it'll still tell you the story, but you don't have to, like, do the goofy shit where you have to farm the opposing outfit. Can you not do the quests once you have started the war? I think that you cannot do the quests once you have started the war. Wow. Um, that is going to be 
a potentially very long slog for somebody who doesn't realize how that works. I don't know if it is, right? Like, are we going to keep it a thousand fights per side? Yeah, but I think it will warn you when you go to start the war, like, hey, the you're about to start the war on the frat boys side, but the frat boys are super weak. So this is going to take a really long time. You might want to do some of their quests okay. before you do this. Right. that, And I think sure. that that's fine. And I mean, also like the thing where you press a button to burn 10 turns and kill 10, do 10 fights yeah. on the battlefield is probably also fine. But like basically all of those quests become available as soon as you get to the island. Um, and just some of them are hard and it will warn you when you try to go do them that they're too hard, I guess. Like maybe the quest givers will say like, eh, maybe you should come back when you're a little older, tougher. Yeah. Yeah. Come back when you're 18. That's what the frat boys will say. Level 18. Anyway. Also, whatever happened to Rift's level 11 tweaks from a few years ago, they all became kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Um, there's a well, bunch of items spindled for them. There are and a bunch yeah. of recipes too. We need to get rid of all of those or just make them public or something because they're the recipe spindler has so much bloat in it now mm. and it's really unwieldy to actually use. Like there are just 50 non-public recipes that I don't think are ever actually going to become public. But so there was a thing in the hidden city that you got feedback on how many relevant things were adjacent to a square that you had clicked, which that's just, but only if you had the gem, the mega gem. Oh, right, right. right. Uh, there I don't was, think we ever picked a specific mechanic for that, but that no, was what we were going to do, yeah. But then there were, there were items that dropped in other zones that you could... Untinker and then paste yeah. stuff together to make makeshift worm hooks yep. uh, to skip that part. That had um, a Cromarty uh, uh, high school joke in it, too, which I was pleased with, but oh well. What else was there? Those are the only two things that I can really remember. Um, yeah, I know there was something else, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Hmm. Anyway, that's what happened to them. They 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 got ignored until they became irrelevant. <laughs> Uh, hi, Jake Riff and Hot Stuff. How you doing? I have a couple of suggestions, says Kuwerty. One, customizable mobile hamburger menu, uh, maybe with a similar style to the top pane for desktop. Yeah, you know, a good, uh, really a mobile mode for the non-combat action bar mm. is a pretty reasonable step in that direction, right? Just a just a toggle that you can just edit it using the existing non-combat action bar editor with some constraints on it. And then sure, like everything that you put into this column just goes into the hamburger menu. Um, yeah. Lettuce. Uh, two, a dedicated tomatoes. system to mark an account as a multi. This can make some legal things between multis easy Jeez. and illegal things harder and possible. This one's a little more outlandish. <sighs> I don't actually know philosophically what I would want that to mean. We're so, we're sort of like so vague about anything having to do with multis because we want to have the discretion to, to deal with them sort of based on what we feel like 
whether or not they were being abused, right? Yeah, like the individual circumstances. Yeah. And that can that can vary pretty subtly from instance to instance. Oh, and happy birthday, Kuerty. It went tomorrow or the next day. Yay. Um, Glebe says, can the next yearly content for the year be super medioid? No, but maybe the one after that. That's a pretty good idea. Uh, Do you have says, a plan for the next one? Yes. Oh. Wow. Uh, I told you guys about it. Oh. And it's in the wiki. Oh. In the in the 2015 <laughs> roadmap. Yeah, okay. All right. You know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, can there be a system to figure out how many free rests you have left? I have Montania, which is strictly better under normal circumstances, but I like to save one free rest to use at the end of the day so I can use my confusing LED clock, which doesn't trigger itself into action from uh, Montania free rests. Uh, so I can't do it at the beginning of the day or I'm wasting adventures in my Sask effect. I bet other people would appreciate it for other not as oddly specific reasons as well, like rationing their free rest throughout an adventuring day. Either way, thanks for the fun game. Yeah. Uh, where would we show that? If we could figure, like, something that would be convenient is to change the dwelling graphics such that we only had to make two versions of each of them. Instead a, of four. Instead of four. Because um, right now we need a rest, spending a turn, and a rest... For free. For free. Uh, and both of those with toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, and then both each each a version of each with toilet paper on it. Um, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it would be nice if we could generate the text labels on those right. using the printing press function, but we would have to clear out the same amount of space in each. Unless it was just above the image each time or something. Like all the way above it, like yeah. above the table. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Then it could just be text, which would be a nicer thing. Except doing it in text, there's no way to make it look like the fucking eight-point aerial that comes out of paint shop, yep. which is what that printing press function does. But then it makes it load in all goofy because it like it's subject to the image loading. So the letters appear at random. Yeah, order. whenever that's like, amazing. CD Boyer tends to use that when he's like gray boxing a uh, thing in the place spindler, and it always it just is like, ah, oh, god damn it, this is so much jankier than it would be if it wasn't loading like that. Like, makes me want to just make web pages now where all the letters ro- load at, in random order, uh, and they're all images instead of actual text. <laughs> Uh, this is weird. Yojimba's Law says, Hi all, just wondering about the fake washboards development. How exactly did it end up as powerful as it is? Was there a point when its stat requirement was reasonably high? Do you consider it overpowered as hell as some radio question askers might? Thanks. I don't even know This is, is the first I have heard about the... It is the item that drops from the animatronic turtle in Uncle Gator's Country Funtime Liquid Waste Sluice. Okay. The rare drop from it. It has a 50... Oh, you know what it is? It's uh, plus 25% of muscle stat gains. It's you put some stat gains, percentage stat gains increases okay. on those. Um, and as I recall, they did not have stat parity. And this one had an artificially low equip requirement on it. Huh. So it's possible that it was a mistake. That is possible it was a mistake. Um, it is a cra- It's like an, it is like a, 
clan dungeon level powerful item with an equip requirement of 50. Wow, I might have just screwed that up. Maybe that was a mistake. It's goofy because shields, the power has to be different. Yeah, I'd have to look right at because that. there's a. We, we could also just fix this. We could dissociate the damage re- reduction of shields from the power, right? Because the power on shields just has to be like 150 percent of the power on equivalent other weapons to keep it in the curve, which is just dumb because then that means that the equipment require the equip requirements always have to be redone manually hmm. to make it similar to other stuff. But I mean, those rare drops are. Meant to be strong and good. Yeah, but I mean, I don't you, remember. Like, would you pull it? Because if so, fucking great, <laughs> right? Like, we never make things that are worth pulling because that's, that's such a hard target. Um, but yeah, I mean, if it's a super sought after item that is worth a slot in a pull list, that's probably fine. Uh, Skojar says, any plans to do a fan art calendar this year or some version of it? Can we artists help in some way? I don't think so. I think that even even with Scully still here, we probably weren't going to do one I this think, year yeah, just because it was the last year. We ran like we just weren't getting enough submissions. Like it was a combination of that and we were like the the order size that we had to make to make it make any sense to buy them was way way more than we were selling. Like ever going to sell, yeah. And so we just we ended up we made those art packs which also were super slow to sell. Yeah. And I mean, we we when cleaning out the office recently, I threw away probably 500 pounds of calendars just because of... That's the, only four calendars, to be fair. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there uh, were those old stone Mayan ones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was a poor choice on our part to, right. to make them out of stone the first year. To get the proofs, right? Because yeah. we had to mail them back and forth a bunch of times. Yep. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just like, the, you know, the calendar was was fun but i think we you know i mean especially if you consider the time spent managing it like it was just one of those things where we were losing money on it because it's like just kind of a niche product that was real labor intensive to make and you know like nobody thinks it's a good idea to go into the fucking calendar business (laughs) like because it's not (laughs) um and yeah i mean we just weren't getting enough submissions for there to be like months where there were definitely non-terrible submissions, you know, and like it would have been fine. Like if we had been able to get a hold of people from the past, like we could have probably done a bunch of like, oh, we'll get the second place winners from previous years, you know, but like those people are long gone and it would be impossible to get them to sign the waivers and like. Did we ever actually have anybody signing waivers? Yeah. Josh always did. Like, I don't, I, I don't have them on file. Yeah, so he must yeah, have. Yeah. Well, okay. And I mean, I, nobody ever read them. Fuck, maybe he didn't. I don't know. I thought he did. I have no idea. Uh, Judo two says, "Ed Underworld removes the unmotivated effect that people so lovingly bestow on me. This makes me sad, and I'd like to have that not happen anymore." Oh, huh. I don't know. Demotivator. Loadmass says, "Will there be any new Librams in Mister Store?" That is an excellent question. Huh. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. All other things being considered, I don't know that I would ever do another bookshelf item. Because hmm. we don't we, have to. We anymore. don't have to anymore. And standard is our new bookshelf. Yeah. 
like it's our new bookshelf and everything else. Right. You know, um, I think that we might, you know, I think that it is, it is fun to have things like that and enough time will pass and we'll be like, Oh, you know, this would make a perfect thing like this. And, but it could just be a skill, right? It, it could be could. a skill that had increasing mana cost to cast and it could not have to use the, it could, it would not need to be constrained by the exact Fibonacci math of the Librams, sure. right? And it's easier to use and it doesn't have to share a counter with a bunch of other unrelated stuff like it. And it could have reasonable caps on it. Like, you know, you can get 15 a day and the 15th one costs a million MP and like, okay, so now we have a way of doing a Librum where it doesn't run the gamut between like zero and a billion items at any <laughs> given point. It's like, oh, maybe this will actually like we could do a consumable thing that is not just super common sure right which we just kind of can't do without artificial constraints on like well the liberum will produce and you know a thousand items for you if you're a buff bot that has all a shitload of mana but it's constrained to only produce at most one of the rare ones so then it's like well then we needed this to not be out of the reach of like normal players so we need to kind of guarantee that it's going to happen within the first like few summons and then it just like that's not fun it's not a fun surprise anymore yeah, so anyway, uh, it depends, but maybe not. Joy says, when do we get to go to Kokomo? We were talking about it, and then I don't know that we actually did the groundwork that we were going to do, or if Chris has been working on it without telling you, telling us. Yeah, uh, soonish. It's not going to consist of a whole lot, uh, but it will be a thing uh, soon. It's the longer it goes past like tomorrow, the dumber we look. So tomorrow, fuck tomorrow. Yeah. No, we're probably not going to do it tomorrow. Um, 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 Miguelia says, Hey guys, I noticed something off when I break Ronan, I get access to all my old skills, like the summoning tomes and Alice's cards, but there is one skill lunch break. I can't use until rollover. It says you don't have that skill. The skill lunch break comes from a 2010 Crimbo skill book, Crimbo employee handbook, chapter three. That's weird. It might be handled differently because it it's multiplayer. Like it's got more player interaction than other stuff. Judo 2 says the link to the Naughty Sorcerer Slayer disappeared from the top pane unless I've already smashed the prism. Why is that? And can we please have it back? Uh, oh, that's based on a flag the, state? in the old text menu. Yeah, it's probably based on a flag state. Yep. Yeah, I should probably summon up the give a shit to fix that, because uh, some people still do use that old menu. Wait, the lunch break is different than steel lunch. Am I? Was, was I thinking of a different thing? No, that's lunch break. Oh, it is lunch break. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know though. It that doesn't seem like you don't have that skill seems like it means the conditional failed, which it should only do if you already have the flag for having done it. But I don't know. I'll look, I'll look and see. I'm, I'm saying it might be like hard coded weird outside of that system or something. Uh, Captain Spam says between effects that give something like the first attack against you will always miss, such as the crown of Ed, the undying with the golden weasel installed and monsters defined to never miss such as the gremlins, which is supposed to take priority when fighting the gremlins with a weasel infused crown, you get messages like percent percent. It tries to you in the neck, but misses. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. Because, hmm. that, well, what happens there is those monsters don't have any missed messages written. Any... So yeah. you're just getting the super generic. Where the old school one where it used to be that all monsters had was a verb that yeah. was like it verbs you in the blank or it tries to verb you in the blank. Um, um. So a project might be to write at least one missed message for every monster. And that could be a Tuesday. <laughs> that would be like the least visible yeah, update wow, ever. Terrible. <laughs> uh, are we ready to get some food? I am definitely ready to get yeah. some food. Yes. Well, thanks for listening to the Kingdom of Loathing podcast, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Until then, make a hamburger out of farts. Have Good a great night. week, everybody. <laughs>